Welcome, Poggers, to another episode of The Pog State. I'm Atlas. I'm joined by, of course, Valdez, Chronicler, and Wolf. There's no one there, guys. You're absolutely fine. It is the end of week eight. We only have one more regular season week that's going to be starting in like an hour from when this uh, video is like being released or something like that. For us, we are coming in after six games on Sunday night. It was an absolutely insane day with the huge upset for Quantum Freaks. We are, I don't think we want to get into the why, peanut, why we, type we, situation we here. No, no, um, let's avoid it. I don't think it. we want to. Let's just avoid that one completely. But it's very cute that Score's team that he's coaching has a 2 HP moment as well. That's, uh, that's where we're going to leave that. But next week, we are getting into 13.5, and it is the final regular season week. Also, second place still up for grabs for, both, for all Genji, DK, and KT. Um, of course, T1 are locked in first place, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, there might be like some weird math thing that could, they could, they're going to, they, it's first place for T1, okay? That's uh, what we're going to lock in. Um, so, just a lot that we can talk about here. We're going to start with the patch, though. 13.5, uh, though. Um, is it going to change any of this, guys, is, I... is my question. Yumi's being no. reworked. She's disabled um, for next week. She should be in for playoffs, right? We don't know. We're uh, not sure about that. If yet. she is, yeah. do KT just win summer? Maybe, but uh, actually, <laughs> because like, we're, we're, I yeah, don't know. the Lahens tech is just because then the you have answer. to ban Yumi, and then you know, we were having an interesting discussion with Kisan today. It was like, I don't know if it's going to be as good. I personally would love if it was disabled for playoffs because I don't want our playoffs to be controlled by Yumi again if she does have to turn to be good. Because yeah. I do think she's the type of champion that if she's good, she's going to be like, particularly in the LCK, it's going to be like, okay, we're going to be when Yumi again. And I think that would uh, not be fun. But there are some mini reworks, uh, other ones that I think are really fun. Like obviously the Azir changes, the jungle rework and Pantheon actually being somewhat changed. I think are things that can actually maybe come back. I think Pantheon is a champion that we haven't seen in a while. It would be cool if he makes his way yeah. in. Yeah, bit of a barrel. Very disappointed cool. about the uh, Yorick nerfs. Sorry. <laughs> I'll stop doing this. No, I mean, I think, I think the nerf was fine. I'm the, looking forward the to the Z adjustment. Really I'm just trying to find the most surreal you're thing. You're not also worried, about, you're not also um, concerned about broken covenant, Vladimir? Oh, those, no, those, those skins are, those, those skins are actually sick. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. They're actually <laughs> super dope, yeah. No, have you guys checked them out? Those are actually like, yeah, yeah, they're, very nice. they're, they're actually very cool. really cool. How about the fizz buffs though? Are you fakers no. gonna play that in playoffs? Uh, Cosmic drive buff is actually big though. I think that mm. item on, on the next patch is quite good because of the amount of AP it gives now. Hmm. It's like 120 or 130. Like we have a lot of players I that just gravitate to Cosmic high. Drive as well. Yeah, I, I could see some Italy Cosmic Drive Faker. coming through maybe. Uh, 13.4. Ooh, it's next patch. Still, I mean, right now I don't That's think it's that discussion. good. That's another discussion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, a lot of people are saying Jinx is gonna come back into the meta because of her buffs, and I'm. Not sure about that myself just yet, but I hope not because I think right now we have a very great diverse AD carry meta. I agree. And if Jinx, it just becomes Jinx Ophelios every game. That's not what I'm about. Jinx like, doesn't I'll have that much CC, so I think we're pretty. Fresh safe. also got buffs. She's got. She's yeah, got. She has fresh buffs. Is kind she of has chopper. She has zap. Okay. Yeah, fresh, yeah, and zap is getting buffed. So fresh plus Jinx buff is like. Mm, I'm with I, you on this one. Yeah, Wolf. I'm like I, I, I've seen enough Jinx games in my time, and then Jinx is buffed with all the CC. She gets the first kill. So she does gets D plus excited. just win playoffs. No, I think T one just wins everything. Oh. Cannon, because Cannon also okay. got some like pretty substantial buffs as well. Aatrox buffs Cannon? though. Hamalife Esports Cannon. are they oh, back? Cannon. Yeah, Cannon the <laughs> champion. Wait, the Cannon well, Kana did recently play Cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. We had Cunning. But the, the 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 jungle one is the one that interests me the most because that could be like a non-ironic D plus buff because they're the, mo- the or most. Or KT buff, the biggest counter jungler in the league because. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, but I think for D plus, it's just the fact that they always play around K no matter what. And now he's getting like, I don't know how much, it's like 10, 20% more resources. That That's pretty. I think Nidalee is coming back. I mean, yeah. Cosmic Drive could be built on her. There's more money. You can get a lot more gold out of the jungle in general. You can counter jungle way better. I think D plus get a huge buff out of this. I think we'll see Renekton Nidalee. I think we'll see Justin Nidalee straight up with some other mids um, that are AD. Like Showmaker might play more Yone. We might see like more mid Jace from him. They're already Kiana prioritizing it a lot. Kasante. Kiana. Oh, oh. Uh, I do actually. The one Zed th- adjusted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's never coming back. Oh my god. Zed Obed. The, the steel caps uh, change actually really big because it is like a pretty decent nerf because there are so many things like gangplank q yep. and camille q that like never used to be hit by this fiora is another but fiora is a little bit different because of vitals what but um... that so so now there's a ton of um there's a ton of abilities that are kind of auto attacks but not really that yeah. didn't used to get attacked by steel caps and now they do is ezreal q one of yeah, them? yeah. yeah. that's another one uh oh um yeah. <laughs> that's actually pretty i think that might end up but that's like it's kind of a weird thing because you might not notice it initially because it's like pretty subtle i mm. must have missed this when i read the notes what is the ash adjustment that's happening on uh this patch? they're taking away damage on her volley and they're putting extra damage into her q it's basically a nerf it's and a they, massive they also, nerf then they also took away 20 percent cooldown a uh, 20 seconds cooldown on her ult so it's main yeah, right. support support ash it's nerf. meant to be a support ash nerf and a, a neutral for ad ash but it's not so i think on next patch she is getting buffed again at least that's what riot mentions but it, it, it's supposed to be like ad ash is fine support ash is super busted so they tried to hit that but that i think seems, ash is just way worse yeah that seems like she's just not a thing so that's pretty exciting because She's also already kind We're of slipping out of favor yeah, a little Jarvan bit. Tech. I actually love it. I think it's um, really dope. Yeah, no, that was that was really, really cool. Um, Moham as well kind of looked like he didn't really no, play Ash yeah. very much. No, um, someone mentioned a certain meteor's angle. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that that is, to me, like potentially the most exciting part of this if Ash is going to lose damage on the W, which means you can't be oppressive, you can't win those early trades as easily. I mean, it's not that you can't win them, but you're more reliant on your AD carry if you are playing support Ash, or you have to play the Ash yourself, yeah. which is also going to be weaker in the early levels. So... I uh, I think that we get an extra band slot. Sounds like to me, like in the LCK, yeah, like all right, yeah. uh, put Yumi in there. I really I don't really, yeah. use start. I, I, <laughs> do I, we don't know if she's enabled yet. Playoffs. Do the Rumble buffs affect Jungle Rumble? Mm, I don't think they do. Oh. I mean, it might come. Like I don't maybe Rumble Kiana comes back. Are. That's always a fun. Combo. I know. That's what I was. That's what um, I was seeing. You know. Also, the Seraph's nerfs are like nice. Item is clearly like super busted. So I think that they're yeah, they're they're, 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 they're cool. Run of Ages serves on every single AP mid. Like, yeah. are you serious? But a lot of AP mids are really fun with that. And yeah. like, we had some extra diversity. Some oh. champions who were not meta before those items were strong or were gone. And now, like, that means gone. now that yeah. any, anything that used to be weak in lane is is now not after they get catalyst. And I don't, I don't like. And then it's like, okay, Greg sounds like a huge Gragas buff. So just yeah. get, nerf rather. get yeah. anything that has CC in it, Gragas. And put it in mid lane. Yeah. Anything. Oh, Nautilus um, mid. The Jinx, sure. uh, Alistair, if I remember correctly, Alistair. the Jinx buffs are actually cool as well. It gives her a lot more mana. I think it's like if you W kill a minion, you get mana back. 
Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah, I told um, you guys we don't like those buffs, though. We don't like. I Jinx. think we maybe we do because it prevents. <laughs> maybe maybe Jinx can then be used to answer Caitlyn again, like she used. No, no, to. no, uh, LeBlanc. Oh, LeBlanc. Sorry, Did I say Jinx. Yeah. You said Jinx. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> it's a long my day today. My brain's gone. I was like, LeBlanc so you zap minions? Like I don't read that. Distortion gives you yes. mana refund. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because LeBlanc always had trouble. LeBlanc with, has really uh, big wave clear. Yeah. That's really cool, though. Yeah, so now I she's just like going to be in every game. I love LeBlanc, though, so I'm okay with that. We haven't seen her in, a, in a quite a while. Yeah, and that's that's also yeah, like, like, uh, like a few hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but like that's <laughs> huge. For, like Showmaker and Faker come to mind as yeah. like the the two players that you know directly also benefit. indirectly buffs. It's Malzahar. Oh God! Bring it back! No, I'm kidding. We had a the easiest champion two. in the game. Well, I had a question though: which mid laner is easier to play? Is it Annie <laughs> no, or is it this Malzahar? is a this is Definitely a separate Pox State episode. Yeah. It's yeah. just about actually, this. We need a full episode to explain why it's Malzahar. We had like it's, a, it's Annie. Okay. We had like it's half an hour. Sure. We had a half an hour discussion <laughs> of this, and like Hooney, Hooney <laughs> got involved. Yeah. Pony got in. It was actually really fun. And Pony's on one side, and Hooney's on the other. So Hooney's the play by play. I didn't hear the. Pony he, was, Annie. he said Annie. Okay, yeah. good. Annie, I, I, knew, yeah. I always liked Pony, man. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a good dude. He gets it. He's good at predictions, but he doesn't know champions. Yeah, he just doesn't understand. He wasn't there in 2017. Where he doesn't know. remembers. That's why. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think Hooney told us as well that he's never beaten a Malzahar. No. He was like, ever. Crown also came to Annie, and then he picked Malz already beat me. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, man. But, good times. Um, we I digress, think, however. Um, let's jump into uh, player format though, because we need to have a discussion about who we think is going to be P-O. getting that uh, that second round. P-O. Um, P-O. Just to confirm, P-O. guys, uh, we P-O. are in a double, a semi double elimination bracket. Okay, so what? the bottom four teams of our top six, which is a confusing thing to say, but try to keep up. The bottom four teams of our top six will be facing off in best of fives in the first round. It'll be uh, the third versus the sixth, and then. Um, well, they pick. Are you okay? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I was going to tell the team. So as of right now, yep. that would be Genji versus Sandbox. Yep. Well, they pick. Yeah, they pick. They so pick. The third but that's the so third you could, place. So you could pick could, Viper and Hamalai yes. instead. Yeah, exactly. you could. Yep. Yeah. Um, but they probably won't. So it'll no. be well, whoever's third versus <laughs> most likely Live <laughs> Sandbox. Yeah. And then the other two. It's looking a little bit like it'll be like Katie Hanwar or something like be... that. And then uh, Genji versus Live Sandbox. Or yeah. DK versus Live Sandbox, but now with the loss against Kwandong, it's looking like it's moving back towards the DK side of things. KT might even pass Gen G. They could, yeah. Which would make it Gen G versus Hama Life in the first round of playoffs. And KT versus <laughs> Live Sandbox, much like the uh, the time they faced in the regional qualifier. Yeah. So basically, like, the, like let's be let's just let's just lay it all out. One side of the bracket is free win versus Live Sandbox, and the other yeah. one is the interesting one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like. Yeah. Um, because right now, Liz Sandbox is absolutely the weakest team of our playoff teams, and that has not changed. And I don't expect that's going to change, sadly, because we had like six really strong teams. Now we have five, and Liz Sandbox. And hey, but last last Pogstead episode, we were talking about having only two. Yeah, I so actually, I think yeah, we're good was, now. <laughs> I, I actually think that Hanwha also doesn't deserve to be slotted with the rest. I re- I'm really low on Hanwha. Even you though they had like the on one, Hanwha. they had like yeah, they had like the one good T1 series. But I go back to the KT series, and I'm like, they're gonna get boomed in playoffs. I I kind of have a different opinion. I think that they really turn it up when the pressure is high. And That's Viper, fair. I think, is 
Yeah, five percent. <laughs> we're we're gonna get into this conversation when we have to talk about eighty carries when we go into power ranking. Yeah, um, which is gonna be very difficult. But Viper is like a beast un- under pressure, and he's like insane. Like yeah. he tries so hard to solo carry. I I, I have um. I, I, have, I think in a, like a playoff best of five, like this guy is gonna be a monster. Like I remember want to play against him just because of him. Yeah, <laughs> I remember a certain best of five in twenty twenty one. Don't bring it up. That uh, Viper did Let's bring very well in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. I had a brief stint so, in Berlin for that one. I think that given that if if D-plus had lost to Brion today, which was much more likely than, than we expected, yeah. uh, then I would have felt pretty decent about KT's chances. But in order for KT to win now, like the, the things that have to happen, like D-plus also has to lose to Genji. Um, but Genji can't win both of their series, so like that's like already in itself a thing. Yeah. Um, and Genji then, has to lose to Hanwa, then beat Dom one. Yeah. Beat D plus. So if yeah. D plus has a terrible week, then the chances go up like pretty pretty substantially because D plus also has to lose both of their series. I mean, they're against T one, so it's almost guaranteed that they lose one of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so um, it's so the D plus side is good. actually pretty comfy <laughs> but that, for but, KT, but, but the game score for uh, D plus is a lot better. So this also counts on KT winning both their series. And I really rate KT, but also it's still KT. And they're facing Kwangdong. And Genji and faces HLE also. So that's a pretty yeah. tough matchup. So it's an it, interesting week. It's, it's, it's sure. interesting yeah. for sure. But I, I'm personally thinking that D-plus is going to show up. I think they're going, I think yeah. they're going in second. I, I yeah. think they're going to get the bye. That's, that's kind of my take right now. And I... Really wanted to see a shakeup. I wanted to see KT suddenly get second place just because it's the first time this org has been top two in forever. The first time they've been to a second playoff round since franchising. They may still get there. I think they're favored to get there. But um, it would have been cool to see that. I don't think we're going to see it, though. Uh, I think D-plus is going. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's D-plus. And then I think KT will probably overtake Genji. That's actually huge, though, strength of schedule. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Because third is... It's 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 actually kind of crazy that it's the sandbox. We talk it's about the, it. It's, so it's the sandbox matchup. Like the you sandbox get third, buy. you get the sandbox, the sandbox buy. buy? Yeah. yeah, you get the sandbox. Like buy. second is best, but third is like very close to being just as good as second because it's yeah. the sandbox buy. You know, yeah. In this situation, so and it might sound you want to get second or third. Kind of true. Second or third. Second is best because obviously you just skip an entire best of five. Yeah, because if you play the other side, like you face Genji or Hanwa, and that's a tougher series, and then you have. Um, or you know, if you're Hanwa, like if and you had gotten third, like you face KT, right? You don't you don't get the the matchup that you're looking for. You have to play a whole extra best of five and show all of your strategies. So even if you do win it, you if you get exposed at yeah. all, like it really weakens your next round. So it is a huge huge thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Because even if Sandbox, like I I I'd still expect Sandbox to pull it together a little bit. And if they force you to like reveal an extra pick. That can still think be pretty big detriment. I actually, I don't, I don't agree. I actually think playing more best of fives tends to buff teams. That's right. Staying I mean, in the rhythm, like remember, like it, it's happened two worlds in a row. Hmm. That teams that play more and are put through more pressure perform better because the meta's kind of solved. Like showing picks, like isn't actually. Is that ever a big deal? Not really. I think for I our think teams, because so. everyone for our teams, it's really big, especially same. for I'd like. Especially for teams like uh, K2 have like pushed the meta forward, and we saw like the Blitzcrank and stuff like that. Like, imagine if they showed that in the first round and then went into the second <laughs> round. Like, obviously, that didn't happen this way, 
But like, if they had been able to save that and go straight into a semifinal match and get a game off T1, for example, versus like, oh, I had to use this against Hanwha yeah. and now I can't use it against T1. Like, just as an example of a new thing we've seen. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of thing that you really lose out on. I think when we're talking about most of these teams in playoffs, because I think for some smaller teams and newer teams like Bro, for example, like they leveled up big time towards the end when they went to playoffs. They still ended up losing um, to D-plus in the first round. But like... These are all super experienced players. Like, we have so many world champions we're talking about here. So, I think, like, one more best of five. Personally, to me, I don't think pumps you up, but it could. I, guess. I, I also agree. Like, on paper, that it should be better to play less. Yeah. But we just, like, the results don't that say that at recently. all. And so, like, I might be a resu results based analysis, but it's just interesting that uh, that's sort of how it's worked out um, over the last two years um, in the highest pressure situations. And if you win in round two, you have to play T1. <laughs> as long as you're on the opposite side of that bracket, which is pretty interesting. You get to play T1 before the potential finals. Right. Yeah, true. In the winner's match, the upper bracket, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like with our playoff bracket, it's really interesting because we've literally never had this in LCK before, where you can lose a series and then still win the tournament. So... Teams that have really good coaching staffs, I think, directly are buffed by this massively because they can really adapt and improve. And because there are just more games in general, even if you win the upper bracket match and go straight to the finals, the person you beat who you could play against again, you have so much time to study. You get to watch like a whole extra best of five of theirs going back to the strategic element. So really strong coaching staffs and really strong drafting, I think, is going to be really important for this playoffs and, and all future ones. How do we feel about because? Um, Brendan just just mentioned like the fact that the third place match like the the, the live sandbox buy, the fact that you go straight into T one instead of going straight into either DK Genji or KT, is that like you definitely almost definitely lose that best of five against T one? Yeah, but it getting that no, I was it, saying like um, if you're on the opposite side of the round two bracket. Yeah, you you're know. basically, yeah. Valdez is saying, like, T1 is going to win their match no matter what. Yeah, yeah. the upper yeah, bracket yeah. match will be won by, well, yeah, T1's going to get there and you get to face them if you win. Because T1 will pick the weakest team of round one, yeah. whoever that ends up being right now. Oh, yeah, I, I guess T1 just faces both of them and they, everyone just t gets knocked out by T1 eventually. Oh, no, T1 just, yeah, I guess eventually when you get to the upper bracket. Yeah, I'm bracket. saying the upper bracket, whoever makes it to the upper bracket is almost definitely going to have to play T1. Because we know one of those teams is almost definitely going to be T1 because they'll probably beat whoever they face in round two. Yeah. So it'll be T1 against someone who then gets a chance to play another best of five and then maybe face them again. So yeah. I think it'll playing against T1 is a, is a pretty big boon. That's why, yeah, that's why I was yeah. mentioning it. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. It's a lot of good practice. Yeah. I think Just that they're... Just get boomed 3-0 and then face them again in the future. It's always really hard to evaluate teams' form like prior to... But I think that the standings right now, Genji normal standing kind of give a good image of like how hard the team is to face in the best of five as well. Because yeah. T1 is self-explanatory, but even D plus with, and they had, they had like the one bad game against Brion today, but I'm still thinking that barring T1, you're not going to feel good going into a best of five against those guys. Yeah. Um, so I think that the, the, the standings also give a really good image. And I think that if we possibly get two best of fives between t1 and d plus that'd be really dope and if it isn't them then it is also dope because then something crazy has happened yeah well or it's just uh t1 genji uh revenge best of five and that sounds pretty, again pretty sick as again well. <laughs> um, all right back. all right now we have to do it now we have to uh really put our money where our mouths are as it is time to discuss 
All Pro. We're going to be voting, by the way, guys, um, we're going to be voting for the All Pro here in the LCK. So this is going to allude to where we're going to be putting our votes in. Probably not locked. I'm probably going to wait change, until yeah. the end of uh, the final week of mm -hmm. uh, week nine before I actually put my votes in. But we do want to have a discussion about who the best players are in each role here in the LCK. And hopefully we can come to some sort of an accord <laughs> So, uh, but we probably won't. Doubt it. Do we yeah. start <laughs> with just? Do we do want to do it by role? Do we want to say like top to bottom? Let's go. Yeah, let's do top to bottom. Top to bottom. Yep. So top, top three. So, the, so I, Kane I think, obviously number one. No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Zeus. Yeah. Okay. So we don't have to discuss that one. Uh, yes. I mean, we can, but I it's, it's kind of self-explanatory. Who's right? the best? Who's third? By a, a significant margin, I'd That's say. the interesting one. Yeah. I think that Zeus is the best by a significant yeah, margin. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Zeus. It's not Zeus even like, right oh, now. he's better. It's like, oh, no, no it's, he's just So we just not have better. a second. We just have a gap and then Kane, and yeah. then we don't have to do we have a third, third and if, fourth. If, <laughs> we, yeah. if we had, did tier breaks for this, there would be like two tier breaks. Yes, Below like where Zeus is. He's like S, and then we're like, comparatively, whoever we're talking about second is like C. It's like Carrier and the rest of the LCK. In, in entirety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Carrie's like up Don't, here No floating. spoilers for, for the spoilers. support. Come on. No, that's not for support. That that's just for, for the, the LCK. Just the League of Legends in general. Yeah. <laughs> Spring MVP. Um, if we wanted to talk so, about that. So Zeus is a given. And then I, I do also think that you don't have that much choice for a second. I think, I think it's, it's just Keen. Yeah. I think it's just Keen. Yeah. I, I think Keen has had some yeah. weird games, but like some of his Camille games in particular were a little bit strange. And when Cuz leaves him out the dry as he still plays over aggressively like he's not perfect but mm -hmm. i do think he's like kind of clear second at this point his mechanics are back to where they ever were or maybe even better like he's kind of gotten his mechanics to that level like wolf is saying there are some weird games where he like just runs in and dies and or like makes a poor decision i remember there was a game we were oh, watching where he, he hook shot oh, it in oh, we're like oh, oh, what oh, is going on like why yeah. is he doing this so some lapses in judgment. That's, that's KT. That's not Keen's fault. But he hasn't had the Fiora game yet. His mechanics well, are so insane, and good. his playmaking in team fights is also insane. So he, I think he's a very. I solid think there's only second. one person who comes. I'll be the first to, to talk three. I think there's only one person who comes close to him, and it's Kana. Yeah, I think Kana is oh, top's pretty easy, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Kana is. What about Dudu? Nah, no man. No Morgan, no Dudu. Sorry, no. Yeah. Kana has a pretty wide sorry, champion sorry. pool. Like he's played Sion in particular. I think, yeah, Kana's been really impressive. Canon, Jace. Ka he's played Canon. He's played Renekton, Jace. His Renekton obviously. is obviously a super busted. Yeah. He's um, undefeated on five champions, I think now. He's yeah. he's just really good. He's he's very he's very much a safe bet. Like he's not gonna mess it up. I think in the very first two weeks we were like, ooh, that was a little For bit sure. weird. What's going and the on? fact but that we're like, saying that about Kana is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right? because consistency he was allergic to. It's wild. For like his whole career. He's so. also just not afraid. Like sometimes he's very nervous. Sometimes he he's not aggressive enough. But I feel like he's been extremely aggressive this season. Um, and even when you watch his laning on Scion, it's such a weird champion to pick out. But it feels like so anti Kana that we've known in the past. But he's actually turned these Scion matchups into winning matchups where he's getting lane advantages instead of just like falling over and dying. He looked great on that today. Yeah. Like that, that Scion game um, with yeah, the really Showmaker's Talia as well looked really, yeah. really good. Um, I actually, yeah, I think that the what used to be Kana is now Brutal, where you're like some high, she's like, yeah. And then some games you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Uh, no. Um, Kana's I, really And then you have the rest, and then yeah, Rascal, where did he go? And it's really sad. I think that uh, our top lane is also, it's easy because it's, I think it's a pretty weak role for mm. us. Yeah. I think it's like Should just we have a Doran Zeus. discussion. Um, I think he's fourth pretty comfortably. Very clear for me, yeah. yeah. And just like just kind of mediocre. 
Yeah, I think, although t- like today kind of ran it, so I don't know. It's like, well, but thing, also didn't. It was yeah. like live or die <laughs> yeah, by the Doran. Dor- I just oh, Dor- don't know what to think. So, of so Doran, so I think Doran for me gets a little n- never over Kana or Keen, but gets a little bit of a bump, and I, I take him over like King and Obrodo that I do think are next, specifically because he gets next to no resources, and he's like always the one is like I'll take the hidden draft. Like, I'll blind whatever we need to. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't take away from some of the games where you're like, oh my God, what are you doing? Because he is definitely the, I die once, I yeah. die five times. I mean, yeah. they did um, give him Cassante counterpick. I mean, Cassante's not much of a yeah. counterpick, but they did put him on Cassante on red yeah. side and lo- lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I mean. Uh, yeah. Like, they could have had him on something, sh- you know, a little bit stronger. I forget who he was playing into. Yeah, but Gragas, Genji's, right? Gragas, yeah, but Gen- Gragas. Genji's pretty, pretty inflexible. Anyway, right? yeah. No, it was uh, no, R5. I think it was R5. Oh, they but, did do it. Yeah, second game R5. I right? think yeah, the yeah. problem with Genji is that they're pretty inflexible and in that Peanut is going to play towards bot side because it pays in the light. I think in lane are still not that great. We saw this with the Lucianami as well. Can't wait to talk about AD carry. Yeah. Well, that one's going to be fun. <laughs> well, um, I, think, I think we've got the, the top three. So that's top the, very so top three for in. top. I just wanted of, to have yeah. like a small honorable that mention one's actually because Genji five is, is yeah, a five top is team. You know? yeah. 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 Five is... Uh, Birdo or Kane? No, dude, Birdle is not in my top five. Not I I, I, stop, stop saying Birdle. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 put, me. I, I don't know if like, Birdle is he top seven. Like, we really have to have a serious discussion about okay, it. Let's, like, let's, I don't want to turn this into a Birdle shaming session. It has not been great. There's like Rascal. There's Rascal and there's also Doodoo. But now we're just, you know. Yeah, I've got Dindin over Birdle. Okay, onto the jungle. No. Onto the jungle. No, that, he, that was he, a joke. Yeah, that was okay. a joke. Yeah. Asterisk. Asterisk. This was a joke. By the way, he joke, was joke, but also Except Morgan. Wait, is he okay. playing Cassante? Yeah. Okay, well, then I'm down. <laughs> Absolutely. No, all right. down. Um, okay, jungle. Um, it's not Peanut. <laughs> it's not Peanut. peanut I, don't think, I don't think Peanut's in my top five. So this is actually, yeah, this is where we're going to have contention. Because jungle is also kind of... I think there's a big I think, gap. I think we have like top three, and then we have the rest of the story. <laughs> you know, like the, yeah. That's why yeah. we chose top three. You guys ever yeah. see yeah. the yeah. top three is actually kind of working out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see the SpongeBob episode where Squidward eats too many Krabby yeah, Patties yeah, yeah. and it all goes to his thighs. <laughs> That's jungle for the LCK. It's actually, like, oh, it's looking great, and then like it's just the thighs. Like, I, whoa, yeah. what happened here? I think for free, you can actually. You actually have two choices. But let's get into into right. one and two first, because one and two are only two players, and the interesting question is which are the two that you pick? Yeah. Is owner I, or Canyon? I'm I'm picking owner. I pick Canyon because owner's lanes always win. I pick owner as well. But I think it's a really fun discussion because it really depends on how you evaluate the jungle role and how teams play and yeah. how important Probably players are. Have to go owner. It's hard though because Max is right, like it's easy for a jungler to look great when and this is kinda like the T one effect where it's like Everybody knows that they're just going to win if they go in and press their buttons. So everybody's always on the same page and always super confident. So I think part of that is how all their players look so good. Yeah, they're on I, the same page. So Owner also has hard. had some really good mechanical performances. Yeah, some of the stuff well, so it's hard. that Owner Canyon's had. beginning of the split was pretty... Here's a thing to, to discuss because like we're talking about all pro. It's like in theory mean we're talking about which player is the best in the role. But also like how they would do if they played on this team. So like if you if you take that angle, like I think that's the Canyon angle because he plays really well with anybody. That's sort Whereas, of how I got to it. Because owner, yeah. like he 
he will do some crazy mechanical plays, but some of these plays are only possible because his team is like so fast exactly. and they're like all on the same page and it's crazy. Area, like, is that even fair? And, <laughs> it's not fair. And so, it's like, actually not fair. Some Ganking of these faker, that's also yeah, not fair. For so, some of these uh, moments for yeah. owner are only possible because his team is so incredibly like good and they they turn on a dime on team fights like they will force fights that look like it's impossible to win and just play it out exactly perfectly his lace in though is like s tier yeah know? no no i mean like, I'm, I'm 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 not saying like none of his stuff is s tier i'm just saying like yeah if yeah. if you don't know who he's playing with like just on a theoretical level like maybe owner looks a little bit weaker with a different team for a, a period of time like for example if this all pro team played in a show match or something um, I think that's the only angle for me for putting Canyon. I'm not. I'm not actually putting Canyon first. But if you yeah, think yeah, about yeah. it that way, like maybe you could. Um, the, the only other thing to say is like this All Pro team is probably just like T1. So like it, maybe yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I, I actually I do think though that you've got a good point, right? Because if you plug and play like Owner and Canyon, if you switch them between the two teams, right? So I think Canyon DK, looks better. Yeah. Yeah. DK like has Owner and Canyon is on T1. I think T1 are still leagues above everyone else, but I don't think that uh, Ooh, DK looks better. I, I think it's really interesting because I think Canyon, when the team plays for him, is the best jungler in the world. I think Canyon with resources is like, there's no one that comes close. I think that's what Domon have looked like in 2020. That's what they looked like in 2021 when they did look good. But I do think that in All Pro, I would take a versatile player over... Um, someone with high peaks when they play for him every time. And I think owner's timing and like his game sense is is really, really undervalued part of why T1 is so consistent. Because mm. if you go, for example, to some of the recent T1's uh, matches, if you look at like when owner shows up where, at what point, like how many moments he clutches because he's exactly at the right place he's at the right time. The right um, I it, think that that is really valuable. And I also think it's important to know that T1 has spit like chewed up and spit out a lot of junglers like over that over is very time. true yeah. he has like, actually stayed for longer than almost everyone I, I, except that, Bengi, right? yeah and 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 i think that if you if you tailor a team i would always go canyon if you're like a team that like that it's, you can it's build. such an interesting i and i i'm actually kind of like after this discussion leaning towards owner I'm now pretty convinced but, with owner now <laughs> yeah me too and and also if He's you factor in today's match because like i did a lot of thinking yesterday yeah but Seeing like Canyon have his completely vacant Vi game has, you know, he does have those lows, and Owner doesn't have as many of those lows um, that we've seen this season. And I think that it, it wouldn't be fair to to um, take him out this time around because, yeah. of course, last spring Canyon got the uh, All Pro for over, Jungle yeah. over Owner, and Owner was the only T1 player. I don't think Owner is going to be the only T1 player this time that's going to miss no. out. Um, and I think that he's getting in. Um, yeah. I think it might be some uh, one it's, other role. It's, it's think, very tough though because they're both like so I don't know, far. I'm out getting ahead more of and more else. convinced that it's not that close. I, like, yeah, I, I I'm, think about I'm, I'm leaning further he, and further towards owner. Actually, he, yeah, he has <laughs> as many pog points as Carrier, and that team has won a lot of games. And owner is like taking a bunch of pogs for a good reason, right? Like he is carrying the games. He is, you know, Faker's not getting them. Guma's not getting them. Even Zeus isn't getting them because he's playing like more outstanding than those players who are outstanding in their own right. So like, and we get to we get to yeah, just see Canyon versus owner's, owner again. I think owner's coming up. definitely yeah. Yeah. number yeah. one. I, I think that um, another thing you could like put in the canyon column too is his champion pool seems to be wider um than yeah, owners and i think yeah. owner has sometimes looked a little bit off 
on on certain picks like on poppy for example it took him a really long time to like figure out how to play that extremely well uh i i i, I want to say like for me i'm like 80 20 owner though i think i'm like 80 20 um, yeah. i'm getting closer can, and closer you can to say, 80, the, 20, say yeah. the same for canyon on tanks right Kane's tank play, like barring a couple of great flanks, I think generally is pretty. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not super sold. Unless on you it. call Hecker and Udia tanks. No, well, no. In which case, he's pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> I, in, in some ways, I guess we could skip two. So we skip but, two. But I, I, before we do that, I want to. I want to say, like, before we had this discussion, um, and when we were talking about like a few days ago doing Pog State planning, and we're going to do this discussion about All Pro. At that point, I was like, "Well, I still want to keep Peanut at number two. Like, I was, I was thinking that, and I was like, "I, I think like he's had some. He's great a games. Krabby Patty now. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and this is not just based on that loss that he had um, today, but I started thinking about it more in some of those critical mispositions for him, where he's yeah. like out next to the Baron and dies. Um, some really poor dives that failed uh, in the bottom lane in the early on in the season." And I like I just started thinking about it more because in my head I like hold Peanut in such high regard and like he has had some really fantastic highs this season, but the consistency is absolutely not there. I started thinking about it more and I'm like he's just not in my top three at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, he chose an Ezreal instead of All Pro, in my opinion. Wow. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, I, yeah, I, I actually would would uh, I I think Peanut would still be fifth probably, but that says more about the jungle role because you can't go clear. Well, let's talk about who's going Willer... to be picked above him, right? Because I'm well, that's thinking Cuz for third. It's Cuz or Willer. I think Cuz is definitely third now. Uh, yeah, like, Willer, Willer point, used yeah. to be third. Yeah, but I think it's Cuz now. Round one, Willer definitely. Yeah, uh, um, including round two, Willer is it's, probably it's, seventh. It's tough for me because I think that Willer is actually Willer and Birdle, ironically, are the only one that still have their heads in sandbox. Birdle relatively but i feel like wheeler is still trying but because the team is looking so bad like i think you do have to go cause but i do think that that is closer than some of the other conversations we've had yeah mm-hmm. i think wheeler is still um, definitely a conversation to be i had. i don't think cause is third um oh who's third uh, i think it, it, it's probably wheeler for me um and i know his, his team has had bad performances but i think he's played pretty well yeah are we I think plagued Cuz, by the cuz problem because has been really good this i know play. i know he has but he, we find it so hard to bet on Cuz, well, right? I, I think that that's because he makes really poor decisions in the early game a lot. Like his his mechanics are great, his team fighting's, his really team fighting's great, yeah. his pick potential, all of these things are good. But like, he often doesn't understand what his draft is trying to do and paths incorrectly. So he leaves top laner out to dry, and Keen will die randomly when you know that the enemy jungler is going to path top in certain matchups, yeah. or his bot lane will fall behind. He doesn't know how to play around Lucian Nami, which is I think why Aiming has had such a bad time on Lucian this season. Is he just doesn't know how to get advantage there. He's not good at diving. I think because his early game is a huge gaping hole in his play. I think everything else is super well rounded. Whereas I think Willer has like the clutch factor. He's his pathing is good. His early game is good. Um, and I, I kind of lean towards him. Other potential picks, like Clid had such a terrible beginning of the season that it's like really hard to even have him in this conversation. Then but his recent games, game. yeah, his recent games are super sick. Um, mm. but it's hard, it's hard to bet on Clid right now, but yeah. at least yeah. towards the end of the season, he's up on up. I can't, I can't in good conscience. I put probably peanut over clid but not not with you know not with enthusiasm i put peanut I and clid together yeah they're the same i'd probably put clid over him because I, I think he'll just continue to <clears throat> play well here at the end so clid I like when clid i have to make the vote at the end of the season i'll probably vote clid yeah um, I, I worry though like seriously for cuz like some of the games that 
KT have coming up. Like, it feels like so many games when KT lose is because, like, Khalid messed something up and, like, they lost all their momentum. Or, sorry, Cuz, excuse me. Like, Cuz messed something up and they lost all their momentum. Yeah, he makes up for it, though, because his round two, like, team fighting and stuff has been, like, exceptional. Yeah. So, so, so that's part of why, like, in my mind, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, Cuz has been really, really good. Like, if we can just ignore, because the rest of his team is also playing well and their laners are actually quite good so even without their jungler playing perfectly they are like getting through the laning phase um and sometimes you know like a broken clock is right twice a day and because <laughs> isn't great at the early game but he sometimes makes you know good decisions. yeah it's like it's like 50 50 it feels like it's, yeah. it's also when he, but his team fighting is insane yeah so. one who yeah. does that's kind of why fed, i put him third kt never lose yeah. which yeah. is like that's a, a couple of great examples where like, he picks up like a kill or two early on wukong and then the enemy team can't play the game anymore yeah mm-hmm. so i do think he snowballs really well but I think that decision for me is going to be like at the end of the week. We're week, actually yeah. like, I wanted to say this because we're so lucky with our matchups in week yeah. nine because That's we amazing. get Canyon versus Ona to go into that one a little bit more. And I think Ona will probably be able to um, confirm his spot. Um, but then we also get the Hanwha Gen G, the Peanut versus Clid yeah. situation That's as well. Dope. So I get to work out which one I'm going to put ahead. And right now, after this Gen G loss against Kwandong, that series is super sick. Like, we haven't had week nines that, like, we, we've had a lot of week nines that have been pretty hype, but, like, this one's <laughs> And playoffs dope, is, like, man. you know, it's we already really have cool. our six teams, but still it's going to be really hype. Yeah. Really we have so excited. many good matchups. Yeah. It's it's really, really cool. Yeah, this this um, this, uh, this, we this week's going to be awesome. Mid? The mid is the yeah. hardest, mid. I think, actually. Rough. I think mid is the hardest. Because we have so many good ones. And, 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 and Showmaker <laughs> just double POG. Okay, but, uh. but this is, the, so this is, uh, one of the core questions is, do you still put Showmaker top three when his first like s- like five? Six Can you weeks? put Chovy there after his triple Vega? Do you guys remember? Situation? I forget exactly what the year this was. I don't even know if it was when you guys had joined, but um, I think it was the year before. I think it was twenty twenty, like spring. And the public votes came out, and Showmaker got first, and everybody was mauling so hard that Chovy didn't get first. And they're like uh, calling people out. Do you remember yeah. this? And there yeah, was like this yeah, whole yeah. big debacle, and like a bunch of Twitter people are getting in there. Like, I think so that, that was the nice That was 100 percent. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I'm like a little bit worried <laughs> to, talk, <laughs> to talk about Chovy versus Showmaker again because of because of that. Oh, also, Can we agree that Fake is number one? Yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm actually Faker one too. right now. I'm, I'm Faker one right now too. Yeah. 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 I, it was um, a, it was actually like this this was a heated debate that we actually had early, earlier and I was uh I wasn't going to put Faker there but I think hard. you have to. It is. Yeah. But I think that I so think you have his to. week this week if, was also amazing. If like show, his week 8. Oh yeah, if Showmaker would have if if he had like an extra week or he'd been playing like this for the entire split he would be my like no-brainer number 1 because I think the highs that he's shown like his Over the last the two today weeks was so good. Are are insane, but I don't think you can in good Conscious put him over Faker or Chovy, um, and I you might even pick BDD over him. So this is the this is actually this, this is, is where so this real hype. Right, yeah. so we're all kind of like this is where I do know I do know my number five, and that's my boy Bulldog. No way. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, who else? Uh, okay. I think I mean maybe. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. I feel like top four is the ones that you've mentioned, but who is the other one for five? Bulldog. Top no, no, no. five is you're the not, top five not if it's not oh. Bulldog. Who is it? Yeah. Hit me. It's well, top five is top five. Teams, I mean, it, so it could it could be Zeka, like it in, could in be... no order. It's you know all the five teams we have here: so Faker and Showmaker, Chovy and BDD, yeah. of course, and Zeka for sure. I pick Bulldog over Zeka. No way, you are insane. <laughs> I don't think I put. I don't think I. No, he's just Bulldog. challenger fanboy. I, I, okay. I pick closer over Bulldog. 
Yeah. And I put, really? picked Closer yeah. over Zekka as well. I I'm think like, Closer has actually been... Like you, you I say that it's over Bulldog. Okay, oh, I'm no, like, that, I'm like ready to put oh, fate no, over no, Bulldog. No. Jesus, oh no! Oh, God, well, come on, come on! Stay reason. No, you were the fourth place Kwandong guy. Okay, but 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 I'm no. Only on a I legit. Okay, I legit think only I put Bulldog over Karis in Fiesta. Like legit. No fate. Okay, but we should not get Bulldog. I don't think you can put him over Closer. I think Closer is actually okay. being good. But that I, I was obviously be like. Uh, uh, I know. Just, I know. He wants to really get Soul. We were there. Of, with, but, yeah. uh, the <laughs> <laughs> he also lost on Aurelian Soul though. What yeah. does it mean? True. Oh, but uh, he ruined Aurelian Soul's okay. reputation okay. for a whole week. So one game. Hear me out. So so I I'm fine if you want to pick like Zeka and Closer over him. That's that's. But what I do think. I think okay. I'd, I'd, but I'm actually Zekka okay below closer. Yeah, yeah. No. I I don't rate Zekka. No. Split. But let's let's uh, Zekka's playing fine. Uh, let's go and 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 Sorry, pick Brenda. because picking okay. the top four I think is really hard. I think Faker is probably. I think he's still a pretty. A, a I, 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 yeah, yeah, for me, I'm like he's. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, he's he's one right now. I, I don't think yeah. that's going to change for me either. I think um no, can we course, do need but, to address yeah. that he is playing like an absolute maniac though. Oh, like he, he but in the best way. But it feels like he's doing it on purpose. I you know, we've had this discussion on cast many times already now, but especially in this past week. But he like will run to a spot in the map where he's not supposed to be because he knows his team will back him up even if he dies. Yeah. But also he, he, he like gets himself in trouble all the time. And Hooney actually <laughs> spoke to us about like this. somehow like, outplays it on purpose. No, but he's like Faker actually goes to these spots and Hooney told us that he when he was playing with Faker, like Faker would say, I'm gonna die go and take this stuff. And he'd say it 20 seconds before he died, like, or a minute before yeah. he died. Like, he's just going to say like, I'm going to be over here. They will come. They will kill me. You will take three turrets. Yeah. Team, do this now. And they've done it. Yeah. And they and do they it all the time. The time. Like, and, yeah. and I was like thinking like, surely not, Hooney. That's crazy. But then you see, you like, you watch the move on the map. Like Especially every time Faker does this. Like, well, he, What's so crazy, crazy is that even when he plays like Victor, it doesn't matter if he's on, um, if he's on a champion has like some sort of self-peel, like Gragas, for example, or the uh, Azir. Like he can do this so incredible, but he'll just walk up to an objective. You would just like walk in, like, <laughs> "Yo, what's up? You guys are trying to take yeah. Baron." And then if he has, yeah, exactly. if he has a stopwatch, like so many resources are used to try to kill him. He's and because, the best stopwatch user in the game. And, and because would know. And because I, would, the, I pay attention to this. I all right, let's. Sh I, I'm trying to make <laughs> a serious ahead, point. Ahead, all right, because his team, you up. his team is so incredibly good. Like they are so good. This is what, going back to the owner conversation. Like they will see like the only angle and perfectly mechanically play that that out it's actually a boon that faker will just walk in and stopwatch because his team knows exactly how to use him and that stasis so incredibly well so like he would just walk up and like drop chaos storm and then go down to like 10 percent health and then his team will win the fight while he's in stasis then he'll like flash out and live and then do like a little bit more damage it's just insane like yeah he understands the game so well and his team trusts him so much that he, he literally is God. Like he can walk anywhere, he can be anywhere, <laughs> yes. yeah. and and the team the team will gain advantages. Um, I think he gets the the water walking rune for free. Yeah, he whenever does. he loads well, up, and, and it goes yeah. back to the point that I said at the top of the show, which is T one just they have so much confidence in each other, and that allows them to play with so much confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like having that belief, knowing like okay, my teammate's gonna be here. 
allows Faker to do all this stuff. And all the other players do similar stuff, but Faker's the leader in terms of, like, he's the one who will walk in, take all the aggro, stopwatch at the perfect time. Like, they've won so many team fights like this, so. Yeah, He plays like a maniac, though, and he does it on purpose, and it scares me, but... Every time I it looks like he's going to int, you're like... I just have to trust. You're like, oh, oh Faker, whoa, whoa, where are you going? And even and if he it does doesn't matter. Int, you're like, it's like Tard is being destroyed. It's a win Herald is gone. Dragon is dead. Or, like, or, or he going, dies and then they kill yeah. too. Yeah, 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 or they, they just kill everyone kill else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also yeah. think that... So it has to be first. I think uh, I, I'm of the very strong opinion that the mid laners in the LCK are the best in the world. Like, kind of a no-brainer. But taking that into account... I don't think we have any perfect mid laner. Like we have Caria, right? No, Faker is the perfect mid laner. We just. I mean, like, no, no, no. Actually, <laughs> he, he even <laughs> dies. No. I think. No, no. I think. No, no. True. I think. Tell me his weaknesses no. now. I think. I think Faker's. Pay had attention, some, playoff teams. Faker's, yeah. Faker's had some games where he does get a little bit too fast and loose. I think he's had some games where, uh, especially at the beginning of the split, where his builds were. He lost to Fiesta. Um, well, I've been mean, bring that <laughs> hey, up. Fiesta sh a solo killed showmaker. True. Okay. That's true. Uh, guys, we're derailing the conversation. Yeah. I'm leading up to something. No, here. <laughs> we're done with Faker. He's he's number one. Now let's get down and dirty. Who's number two? Is Wait, hold on. No, I want to see. Is it showmaker? Oh, hold on, no. well, yeah. Because what what I was leading towards is that to me, even for all the flaws, you can always point to games. Faker to me is is still the mid with the least flaws, which is why he would always get it over everyone else. All right. Yep. All right. Okay. Right. Uh, so great close up. Number two. I think it's going to be really hard. I don't want to say it. I actually I think it's still Chovy. Cuz I think that Showmaker's first half of the split to me was too rough. Um and I think that Chovy also to me is still the most consistent player on a team where his jungler and his top laner uh, have games where they're just not there. Is it so not you BDD? Think, yeah, I was going to say, like, you think it's between Showmaker and Chovy when BDD is <laughs> yeah, like, I was like here in the corner. To me, it's easy <laughs> BDD versus Showmaker. I'm like, who? which one of these two yeah. gets second? It's it's really but hard. But it's weird because Chovy does have a lot of POGs. Like, he is tied for third with Closer and... Um, yeah, I, I really think that, like, take into Showmaker? account how Peanut has mm. been playing and then rethink about how Chovy has been doing. Yeah, because I like, do think that that's that's important. I think Peanut's I feel been like fine I haven't in the really, early mid game. He just throws games by face really checking. I haven't really noticed like really... Chovy that much, even though he has so many POGs. I, I'm like trying to think of games where he's like really popped off and carried like very obviously, but for some reason that's difficult. Do but you guys feel yeah, the same? Yeah, no, exactly, the same. exactly. I find it hard to do the Chovy vote, but I also feel like it's right. I but it's like also I can't it's, it's, tell you. It's, 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 all, so good. it's all pro, yeah. right? Like if I pick a, pick a random team and I pick a mid laner, I'll always go for Chovy second. That's my take, at least. I think. Oh, if it's a random team, I go Chovy first. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think that that uh, Gen G has looked a little bit lackluster. We're just coming off of a tough loss for them as well, and I think that Chovy has his issues that we've known about for a long time, right? Like he isn't always the. Um, he has been better the, at team the, play. He has been. He has, he's actually been giving up like CS pretty substantially to roam towards bot side. Because I do think that the team right now, if Pays and the Light don't get a lead, the team just looks pretty bad. And, and also, also, they, helps they need lot. help. So yeah. like Pays and Delight are a bot lane that needs help, exactly. and the Hens and Ruler were never that. So no. it is more difficult to be. But I, I think this I, it's, year? it's very tough because I probably put BDD third and then Showmaker fourth. That would that would be my list. So mm. it's really tough for me because I'm I'm kind of like feeling like because Chovy's been so invisible to me, it, it has felt like Hanuma Life esports Chovy to me for a little bit, where like That's he's fair. he's kind of like CSing and he's doing everything right, but like he hasn't been clutch and he has made some mistakes. Know. Like he has cost Genji some series where he's picked, um, trying to be too aggressive. Like 
his Akali game versus BDD was one of those games where I'm like, I feel like he could have done a lot more. Yeah, it's really tough in that game, but that was a standout game for BDD, whereas it felt like a weaker game for Chovy. Um, his Silas game uh, against KT in the first round, also just interesting uh, time to, to bring that up, same matchup, but he gets picked and they lose the game. Um, he just hasn't looked as strong and decisive in this meta. I think he's a player that needs... I feel like a, a setup that uh, that going into team fights where he is the guy, and actually it kind of pays right now. And I think like he's like suffering because of it in terms of like where he, like Toby looks the best when he is the center of everything. And, and yes, he played with Ruler, and yes, there was the Zeri meta and all that stuff. But he was so good at facilitating Ruler, so it was still kind of like all about him in a way. I think this season it's it just hasn't really been about him. So. He's below Showmaker for me, and he's below BDD because for KT, like in a lot of these games, it has been so much about like BDD's super clutch yeah. Emperor's Divide plays or his Talia Weaver's Wall is perfect. He's so decisive. Like every team fight is about how BDD sets up aiming, these types of things. And I, I, I don't know who I put higher BDD or Showmaker because Showmaker had a really rough start to the beginning of the season. And BDD's had some, like, cherry-picked bad games where you can be like, ooh, that was not it. Like, this was a weird yeah, game for BDD. Yeah. He's kinda, had some weird moments, too. But yeah. I, I, I kind of want to say I put BDD slightly ahead of Showmaker because he's been more consistent this season. <laughs> but at the end of Week 9, we'll probably put Showmaker ahead of BDD. Yeah, if like, the, I'm, I feel yeah. like I'm exactly with you, but I feel like now that it's getting closer to playoffs, Showmaker's going to start revving up and caring more um, and being really focused, obviously, and I think he's going to push And Showmaker's mentality, like, uh, judging on, like, interviews that we've had recently, Showmaker is, like, saying, like, no, I'm just, like, my mindset's changed. I'm, I'm like, just trying again. to have fun. You can yeah. see it on his and, face. Oh, so you obviously. can hear it in, like when, yeah. they, like, when we were listening to the comms, like, today when they were playing against Bro, not only... Do they reverse sweep so they actually come off a loss and play better, which is something that I think a lot of D plus fans would be like, in oh, thank one? God they've been able to do that. And in round one, absolutely not. Like that gets yeah. really, really difficult and they tilt off the planet. Um, but this time around, they come off a loss and then Showmaker is that enthusiastic. Like that is scary. So I agree with Brendan. I think that uh, I think the D, D plus ramp up, but I'm, I'm like, Wolf brought up that TF game against Chovy. And I don't think BDD could have played that more perfectly. Yeah, it's insane. Like, he was so good. And, like, I remember, because, like, this game, like, I I wanted to call myself out afterwards, right? Because I was chastising um, KT for playing too passively. But BDD knew that as long as he always has his ultimate available, Chovy can't play the game. And so, for 20 minutes, Chovy can't play the game and then sits in a side lane for the rest of the game and then loses. Like... It was just the most beautiful dismantlement of of uh, of how uh, Genji wanted to play the game um, yeah. by KT and BDD. I think orchestrated so much of it, and he's the only guy that's playing like the the twisted fate sometimes for this team. But he can also play his is Azir, obviously, who is looking amazing. On In him. my opinion, right now, two of the most important mid laners are Talia and Azir. And I think that BDD is the best Azir player in the LCK. And, he and I think he's the best Talia as well. Yeah. And he, I think Showmaker is probably the best Talia, and then Canyon's yeah, second take, best, and then BDD's third. Yeah, I take Showmaker. But I think, but I think right now, close. I think is for me, like I just I agree and I disagree. In, in current form, I think BDD has been the best Talia in terms of like the whole package: his laning, his Weaver's walls, his engages, his picks, and like. After BDD crushed multiple Azir players on Talia, everybody started picking Talia into Azir. Like, he, he like, was like, I'm doing this. And then everyone's like, oh, I saw that. Like, I think I'm better than BDD probably is, like, what some of these top mid are thinking. Like, I can do that. So now it's, like, a whole thing. 
Um, I I agree with Valdez that like I think Showmaker is trending up. Like I think that's been the story of the whole season. Like yeah, he was like very yeah. low in the beginning, and now he's like going up. So maybe he'll pass. But and the more I think about this and your twisted fate discussion again, I'm like, yeah, I think I I think I'm putting BDD second today. I want to put all three today. of them second. Like yeah. that's yeah, what bothers up. me, man. Like, today BDD is Chobi second. can't be below second. <laughs> But also, Bidity can't be below... We have too many good mid laners. Well, we have another week to decide for this one. But that... I, I mean, that top four, like... Faker, I think, is guaranteed number one, but the rest of it, I you could pick names out of a hat, and I'd be like, oh, you sure. must have really yeah. thought this through. Yeah. You can you make know? great arguments for any for of everyone. these players yeah. to be do we want Do we want to move on? Yeah, and, uh, I think we should. I think that, like... And I, I, I want you guys in the comments to let us know uh, what you think Bulldog the five. mid lane uh, hierarchy is. Um, whether you think that Bulldog should be five or whether Chronicler is a moron. You can say that too. <laughs> wow. Uh, Don't say that. That's no one would this, say that. No oh, one yeah, would sorry, say that. This is positive. Yeah, treat this like a challenger broadcast in Twitch chat, right? So all positivity all the time. Otherwise, we ban you. Man, we're going to get a lot day. of Chovy fan haters though. So Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's unavoidable. Yeah. Um, so, AD. So, AD. This is where um, I think, I think all right, Pays is in my top three. I'm just gonna get get it out of my system. I love Pays is in my top three. I think he's probably number Dude, three. He's in my top five. Okay, so what? So let's okay. So, <laughs> no, kidding, so let's start. Hand over if you agree. Deft is one. Yeah, I'm actually. I, I'm ready. I'm not doing it. I'm ready. You're, you're a vibe. You're I'm a viper. viper. Okay. Okay. So oh, my second that. would be viper. Yeah. Well, then yeah, I'm in for that. Yeah. yeah. Deft so deft one, two viper two. Okay. That's that's but that's top two that we can confirm yeah. that. I think Viper, he's on a team that's not as good. I think Deft sometimes gets helped by his support is also insane. Like I think uh, who's it, Kellen? Yeah, yeah Kellen. Right? Yeah, like, Kellen, life's pretty Kellen good. Kellen is, is he's insane, and also he's playing with Canyon down on the bottom side. Like Deft is, don't get me wrong, he's absolutely yeah, yeah. a god, but so is Viper. I think, and Viper is showing that single-handedly, single-handedly trying yeah. to carry. From behind, and we know this meta is so unforgiving. So, like, even from behind, he is making some plays that are and just having absolutely those stats on incredible. A team with Clid. So, like, yeah. yeah, just imagine like he's trying to play all these games, a lot of these games from behind, and even like in the series, I think the series um, against T1 really solidified it for me. Like, even though they did lose, like, I think he was a large reason why they were almost able to win against T1, who's the best team by far. So what's so interesting about this to me, I think this is the most interesting discussion. I know a lot of people are thinking like where Guma is might be like more controversial, more interesting. But for me, I think what's so cool about it is what Viper has been good at and what Deft have been good at could not be more different. Like yeah, it could not be yeah, more yeah. different. What Deft has done so incredibly well is like lane and get advantages and push forward like super big tempo Even advantages. Draven is like really good. Yeah, right? I remember no, what, the, the tempo I remember that was around, a meme. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and it was a meme. Yeah. meme. And you know, he only just surpassed fifty percent win rate on Draven yeah. because of like two wins ago. Yeah. Like, and and so so you've crazy. got Deft who's doing this, and, and then we know Deft is good at late game carries too, but that's not really what they're drafting for him right now. And then Viper is not playing very much early game. Like he has played it a little bit, sure, but like his late game, you're like, oh my god, look at the numbers, look at the positioning, like his scaling, I, like, and it's like these two players have done completely different things to like the highest level. So I think it's totally fair to put either one of these in it's this a, number one yeah, spot. I feel like I it's a coin flip, really and I respect sad. Valdez for saying it. Well, because, yeah, I, I agree with first and foremost, because I was like, oh, man, imagine if you put Deft with his aggressive tendencies together with carry at the best support. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then I'm like, oh, oh, 2020 Rex. Sorry, I just needed to share that. Like I just, that, Do you know what like, I love? I can't believe that we got... Imagine those players in the current from playing together. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah, and that, that team wasn't that good. No, they weren't. <laughs> Which no, is, I, I'm it's very so aware. funny it's to so revisit funny. that but DRX roster because like all of those players were cracked out of their minds. It just didn't work as a combo. Yeah. It yeah. might have been Pioshik. Well, Pioshik definitely was the, kind of the odd duck out. But uh, yeah, I, I, I personally am going with Deft because I think that um, Deft to me has had, and this is also kind of mean to Viper because Viper has, like you're saying, I think when he won V9s, it's harder. But for what puts Deft on one for me is the consistency with which he does anything he does we've seen like caitlin lanes sometimes get punished right where they, they overextend and they get bullied or they, they get ganked and then they fall behind and to me um they're not the best bot lane because carry exists so like immediately you i think they're the anything. best they might be the best bot lane they don't have the best support fair uh but, but i i think that the I, I, I like that take i actually yeah, really like that yeah, take. that's, that's a really good take um because the, i don't think that they've ever lost lane the best duo lane no. they're yeah. the best duo lane yeah that's yeah. fair and I think I think that it is it is a large testament to Callan, who to me is also like the no-brainer. We can maybe talk about them kind of together as well, because I think that I also think Callan is the clear number two. Mm. Yeah, I don't think there's there's any other after today. Right well, I think well, I, I don't wanna, yeah. let's so not let's, let's, yeah. well, let's let's not get into that yet <laughs> um, because we still have to figure out who's number three in the Sadie Carry thing, and that's where things are going to get really hey, spicy in a yeah. second. It's I'm, obvious, guys. <laughs> aiming, no. I'm an aiming I'm, guy. I'm, I'm I'm leaning Guma with pace fourth. That's me too. I'm actually I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna put Guma third. I thought his performance, especially in that Hana Life series, oh, was also really Lucian, good. Oh, the Lucian, the Lucian movement. Oh, don't yeah. do that to me. It was he's so really easy good, for but me. Pease does no, that I, every I res- day, and he's it. only getting better. Right. And he's but incredibly consistent Pace, as well Pace is for like such a young player. Is, like, yeah, I his think, mechanics are like they might be only second to Caria. I in think my mind. that like, he's just he's insane. He's disgusting. Like, I love this player, but he is Pease is. Like I think there's a very high chance that we'll revisit this when we talk about oh, summer yeah. all pro and like Pays might be number one at yeah, that point because yeah. he still has a lot of development to do. But I can't I can't put him in top three because he has died in mid and lost Genji objectives like way too many times. Like way, 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 way too many times. And like if I'm putting you on my all pro team, like you you cannot be like the greatest mechanical like positioner and like juker and like spacing so incredibly well and, and getting triple kills and quadra kills, but like I don't know if you're just gonna randomly like kill a turret and then back on top of its husk and die. Yeah. Uh, and that's for me like why I can't do it. Because I, I do think like, as you say, he has some incredibly high highs. His team fighting is amazing, but like we still have some see, adjustments that can, need to be oh, made. You can see how I value AD carries, yeah. right? Because I put Viper ahead of Deft and, and Viper's kind of like that pace, style yeah. as well. And then yeah, he's ahead it. of Guma because it's similar in that way where Guma is like more Deft style. And so yeah, yeah I kind of like shift these two forward. But it's, you guys, yeah, yeah, but it's it makes complete sense. And for me, the one reason why I would pick uh, Guma over Pace is that I, even though I think Guma's had like some some lackluster games and he's laning with Carrier. And this might also influence my rating of Pace and why I think it's so hard to talk about bot laners in isolation mm-hmm. is that uh, Pace to me on aggressive picks that aren't Varus, I do think needs more help than he should. But I also think that part, oh boy. <laughs> I also think. What did you say? I don't know. I also Jesus. think that uh, part of that uh, is. I think they may have turned the lights off on us because it's like nighttime. It's 11.04 or so. Um, I don't know. Well, can, we, can, we can keep for the drama. Hey! hey. <laughs> Welcome back, Poggers, um, to another episode of the Pogs Day. So, hmm. yeah, talking about. Lights talk, back on. Yeah, talking about the. Uh, yeah, we, we're, we're back. We're back. Hmm. Uh, the one thing that I think that pays somewhat struggles in is is without resources, like single-handedly getting leads in bot side. But I also think that's because the light in lane is not that good. So that makes it really hard for me to evaluate. And that still, I think, plays a I think part the of... the light is fine in lane. 
I think I think he's been a bit weaker as of late. Yeah, like, as I of agree. late, he's been a bit weaker. I, I don't think, know why, but he has been like last two weeks. A um, off. D- yeah, so, so that 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 would be my main reason. But I I am pretty sure that pays is like. Remember when Guma, um, and, and I don't think Guma right now is just playing as well as he has in in some other areas. I think, for example, his Worlds was like mind-blowingly good. Um, but I, I do think that Pays is like he can have that same ceiling. I think Pays is going to be like a talent that we're hopefully going to hold on to for a long amount of time. Jeez. But for me, it's just a little bit too early to put him over Guma. Uh, but yeah. I think it's close. And I do actually really like what you said, Valdis, about what you evaluate because it's uh, my mindset and value but which is fine yeah i think you, it's you all value very consistency close. more than we do maybe i think that, that might be yeah and it, like a different play style like, yeah you know and that's fine team fighting they're all spacing, like in ad particularly even with losing ruler like our ad's are looking i'm i'm pretty happy with how i'm very happy are doing. Yeah. i'm yeah, even I mean, happy with henna these days like it's actually great yeah. Dude, henna's awesome. like, like we haven't talked about aiming at all yet and aiming has actually removed aiming's so much aiming is so sad for he's me my number yeah, three. he's not in my top three it's so sad that he doesn't get no, the mention exactly. because he, he's probably four for me and before i i put phase at, at fifth yeah. but like i just like i have these moments where i just remember aiming just destroying people on ezreal and the fact that he hasn't lost on ezreal and ezreal is like such a pivotal champion to be really good at yeah. in in the lck especially right lck lpl like ezreal play is how you judge a player on whether they're good or not and aiming like this year has been the best he's, ezreal he's which also is removed crazy what made him like clearly weak which was his moment where it's like i'm gonna arcane shift or like killer instinct in and die yeah um but he at the same time i think this was also because of how kt functions Generally, he's not the point of the team. Yeah, and his Lucian's been really weak. His Lucian also has been straight up, straight up not good. I I think a lot of that, like I said, partially related to Cuz and how those bottom 3v3s go, but... I think it's Mm. due to Lahans, but not in a bad way. Yeah, I think (laughs) he has the most wild card bot outside of Guma and Karia because in terms of picks, they just have the widest. Like, roaming means that aiming's not allowed to play 2v2. Lahans is like like he's playing solo queue or something. Like, he'll just pick anything random and just not be in the lane and it's just weird. I don't know. I don't so, understand it. It's, it's yeah. very strange. But I like his play a lot. Because maybe we can we can move that into into support. Or do we have more? Yeah, area Kelly and Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't think. Else. Yeah. I think like in third place for AD. I don't think we'll actually come to a conclusion. We have to um, wait. because I think it's like it's pays Guma and um, and aiming in the discussion. Yeah. In the discussion, and we don't really know. Um, no. No idea. The order just yet. Because um, after that, there's such a sharp drop off that like it doesn't really warrant talking about. Yeah. Um, and I would have loved. I think that Kael. That's great. Yeah, he's been okay. I think I think that he's also had, he's also had some roughies, guys. Come on, yeah. Uh, I think he is that still <laughs> I I really wanted to put Kael up high, and for round one, it could have judged, like, yeah. could have done it, but he was um, great in the beginning. Oh really wait, wait. let's let's establish by the way, guys. Um, Carrier is the greatest player in the universe, and therefore yeah, we're not gets to the top of this it. list, and it's a joke. Carrier even have spring, to say it. Spring all. Yeah, he's going, one, to, right? yeah. he's going to. Well, yeah, he's, he's going MVP. to. Be I mean, he's going to be MVP. MVP. He's going to get MVP. Everything. I think yeah. the only the only players that come close to him for MVP are like Owner and Faker, and I say close, but like it's not close. No, no it's, it's not. not it's not even it's not a little close. bit. No, it's, and, it's and he wins in every metric as well. Yeah. It's like champion pool play style decision making. It's it's. We don't have to talk. Being a nice guy. Um. Then Kellen is pretty confirmed, right? He's a nice guy too. Yeah. 
Kellen, uh, at the beginning of the season, like was I, I was like, okay, this is the only saving grace for D plus. Like yeah. for a while, we were like, okay, like well, Kellen is really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, and Deft as well. And true, it's just but the like, bot lane, right? Yeah. But like even Deft had like some off days and on Deft's early losses, which were n- never really his fault. Um, Kellen was like still playing well. Uh, I thought. Um, to me, like when D plus was really struggling, when Showmaker was struggling, when Kana was having some rough games, um, and, and Kana was having some questionable games, we were like, I don't know, but I was like, Kellen though. Mm-hmm. And Kellen arguably looks better yeah. with Deft. Like I think he has just his confidence has gone up. Like he doesn't look like the the Duck Dom Kellen lanes of past. Like he's just playing and more also, aggressively. Like, I feel like he suits like the Deft lane as well. Like Deft is better because of Kellen also. Yeah. Because uh, Deft has always been like, and I, I wanted to talk about this when we we're talking about ADs, right? Like the Deft and Viper, like it's both of the Mako lanes, right? Yeah. Like EDG kind of like forged or at least helped both of these players in their development um, in, a, in a pretty big way, right? And Mako has always been very good at being in lane and facilitating like winning 2v2s mm. like really effectively mako's a god he's like super duper good um but then to move it back and then barrel's completely insane and it must have been very difficult for for def to to lane with him um as we definitely know from this year but kellen i think is much more in line with that mako play style of I yep. can make the big plays in the mid to late game, but in the 2v2 at the beginning of the game, I have got your back. I and am there with you. So he's a support support. It's, it's yeah, so he is. He's a great support. Because yeah. Kellen is like such awesome. a, he's like a friendly hulking giant. And then you see him in lane and he plays like a psychopath in a good way. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, like when it comes to like winning the 2v2 consistently, to me, as good as Deft is, the support has a big, which is why oh, T1 absolutely. always wins bot yeah. lane. So with how much pressure D plus basically always have, we saw some great examples of that. Even in the game they lost again today, uh, Kellen deserves all the credit. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I was at the beginning of the split. I was like, he's good, and then as the more we see him, is like, this Renata Glask better than Carry is? Probably. I think that's the I one champion where you can make yeah. the argument. Like the one, that's one the one, maybe the only the, one, maybe the nothing one. else. Yep. But that one, probably like, that one. His yep. Renata, I think, is the best in the world. Yeah. He's so good. So good. He, he just Watching it, it today was like, yeah. oh, he, it's he, just a treat every time. He was treating, it was like the enemy team of puppets. Yeah. When he's playing that champion, yeah, it's, it's you will and, yeah. and it's so funny that from those two, because I think Kyle is a lot more similar to those two, but from those two. Kyle's we, got a mean Renata as well. I think Akel yeah. would probably still be my fourth, but maybe fifth. I don't know. But the He three, might still be my third because he still has to lane with Envy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but but oh, for oh, me, oh. the third is the is the wild card. It's your boy. It's Lance. It's oh, yeah. Lance. Yeah, it, it, it has so to be Lance. Yeah, especially be especially Lance. in these last like two, three weeks. The Blitzcrank. So his Leona has Blitzcrank. Like just absolute suicidal Leona under a turret at level three oh, okay. or something but like that. And we're okay. like, why? Like, but then like they win the game <laughs> but it like, works so out. convincingly. No, no, no like, like it doesn't, I don't even think it works out, but I think that that is exactly what that team needs. Which yeah, is they just... needed a psycho that isn't like cuz being like weird. Yeah. yeah. They need psycho going <laughs> in crazy. Psycho, not a weird yeah. well, <laughs> you know, like Lehens, type. Yeah, Lehens has yeah. made Cuz's red side jungle play better. Yeah. Because, you know, we always talk about, like, when you have that level 3 advantage in the jungle, you can go, like, harass blue buff and stuff. But on red side, it's a little bit tougher. Like, Cuz is on the red buff. Like, he's in there. <laughs> yeah. So he needs Lehens to be, like, pushing these lanes and being aggressive and trying to set up for him. So I think Cuz and Lehens seem to be really on the same page right now. And We were making that comment, actually. Yeah. I think, like, this week when we were watching KT and the fact that it's Cuz and Lehens... 
like being the bash bros like yeah. getting together and getting into that jungle and making stuff happen that's why kt are looking a lot better it's, it's also probably why aiming isn't at anyone's forefront for best ad he's in mine he's third um well that's fair yeah, yeah. but, but <laughs> okay generally <laughs> like ge you know what i mean right it's because lahens uh and i think that's part of the reason why kt is like kind of skirmishy, like solo lane focus style works as well. I think Lahens deserves a ton of credit for that. Even though sometimes mechanically you're like, what are you doing? He just always embodies the spirits of Singed. Yeah. Um, it's like a good version of Beryl. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, at Worlds. Not exactly, but... But kind of, yeah. At Worlds, of. Beryl was a good version of Beryl. Uh, this yeah. split, obviously, not so much. <laughs> I think we've all... So we've all agreed our all-pro, our like first all-pro team is going to be... T1 and Deft. Zayus, yeah, T1 and Deft, basically, or Viper, yeah. right? Like, so it's yeah. it's really only Gumo is not on the team this time, and uh, it's not even a it's wild. Guma. Yeah, it's no, just because the the other yeah, our, are our bot lane pool is insanely Death stacked. Won worlds and Viper won, won the worlds, worlds before. before. That. <laughs> yeah. So like you know, I don't and know. They're also playing extremely well. It's not yeah exactly like it's not because and do you know what's it's crazy? Not that Guma didn't win worlds. That yeah. is ranked lower. It's more like these yeah. guys are so insanely good. Uh, that yeah. Guma's also insanely good, just not quite that level. And I think Guma probably will win Worlds this year. That's my... That's Seems likely. Bad. So, like, Viper, Deft, Guma, like... Guma. That's a good one to free to have, That's guys. not bad, is it? Yeah. I, I, Seems I'm, good. I, I, Before I, that, it was Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, wow. love, yeah. I love Ghost, oh. though. Yeah. He's a, he's he plays a, he's guitar. A dude. Yeah. Who is, who is AD for streamer. FPX? Uh, uh, LWX. 2019? Uh, was it LWX? Yeah. LWX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then 2018, Jackie, Jackie Love. And, and 2017, 2017, it was Ruler. Yeah. Okay. So we, we, we I did thought, it. I we did it. All pro. So, so I thought the, it was going to be harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah so me mid, too. Because like, we did top three. I think that helped us. Because yeah. I think four and five is where it gets super Where it gets like, what are you saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. Bulldog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we did I, kind of do I that. guarantee you, one of you will have a, a like a similar level of all of you will have a similar level of like insane fifth pick where you're like, what if it actually is Morgan? <laughs> it's dun dun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could I could probably actually dun dun. The problem the problem with like the problem with the with um bulldog is that we have like so many good bids you know yeah. some of the other roles i'm like yeah, yeah. it's an interesting take you can I have also your opinion think it's like it's a bit <laughs> recency I, I, bias with how good closer was and how much he like hard carried that team um in yeah. the first round like i just i can't i also I think i'm doing zeka a little bit dirty but i thought it was fun to start a discussion no i think it's fine and i also think that like the the zeka closer conversation is interesting as well but Maybe. i think that will uh that will do it they're the same player um, that's the discussion yeah, yeah. they're the same um, person actually this is going to be the end of this episode of the Pog State, but we do want to know from you guys um, what your uh, all-pro team is going Only to be. Only positivity, remember. Um, yeah, just yeah. just tell us why you like the fact that your, is still your good. players are still in good. your all-pro. He's really good. We don't need opinions on whether or not other people have made mistakes. Um, <laughs> Uh, just tell us what you think and your justification, and that would be super dope. And Thank you guys so can let me know because I'm not going to read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll tell Wolf. So if you've got anything to tell Wolf, just say like, Valdez, could you please tell Wolf this? Or chronically, I feel like, you I feel like this is this. a trap. I don't think... Yep. We, I, no, you're allowed to do that. Um, but uh, this was a six-game day, and I think this episode's actually gone extraordinarily oh, long. Check. Oh, no, that's oh. yesterday. I was going to say check Challengers, but it's already oh. happened. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed Challengers that played for the last couple of days in a row. Um, I hope they five. were fantastic are games we, as well. Are we going to talk about our secret? What's your secret? 
You know the secret. No, no, it's not. Okay. It's a secret. Okay, well, okay, well then I thought I found I think secrets are fun when you like. Are no, like, we have a, okay. let the secret happen when the secret happens. Chronicle, you're trying to you're trying to rush the secret. <laughs> All right, well, there's a secret that you guys are probably you're about to find out. Actually, um, you're probably going to find out if you're watching this uh, as soon as it's released. You'll it's find out up. in about an hour. So, hope you enjoy the secret. And um, yeah, thank you so much for watching. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe and all that cool stuff. And we'll see you in a little while for some more Pogs Day. Good night.